This is Ozarks at Large. With a special session steered toward tax policy in Arkansas, not yet called by the governor, John Brummett and Roby Brock are turning their weekly conversation about politics toward national developments. Brummett, a political columnist with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and Brock, with our partner Talk Business and Politics, are discussing last week's high-profile win for the GOP in Virginia and the passage of an infrastructure bill in the U.S. House. Roby asked John Brummett if that bill is enough of a good news item for the National Democrats to outweigh the negative of the defeat in the Virginia governor's race. It bears mentioning, one more time, that they could have done this in August. They ended up doing last Friday night what they could have done in August when the bill came over from the Senate, which gave it 69 votes, including the votes of 19 Republicans. They could have passed an infrastructure bill. They could have made governors happy. They could have had governors extolling all this money going to be spent in their states. They could have had, what's his name, McAuliffe in Virginia touting what his party had accomplished for Virginia. They would have appeared less ridiculously lurching to the left by tying a perfectly popular infrastructure bill to a vague, vast spending bill. That's That was a major factor in what happened to them, and they could have done it then, and they did it gloriously, in my opinion, because I'm, I'm getting of this school of thought that a bipartisan uh, victory at this point is more important to the country's psyche than a real policy advancement, because I don't think you, we've got enough votes to have major policy advancements. So it could have, it would have made, I think, a difference, and it, and at least is, a shifting of gears by the Democrats. Biden, event, Biden eventually on Friday did what he should have done months ago, rather than saying, "Would y'all Democrats get with me? We need to pass this agenda, these two bills." I believe it's pretty clear he sent the word, please give me, please give me this infrastructure bill tonight. We need to spike this ball and then move to the other. Could have done it months ago, would have been much smarter. As I don't know if we were telling, but I know good and well I've been telling them. And I don't like to say I told you so, but I told you so. (laughs) Um, Well, and then you've got the contradictory message of pretty much in the same news cycle, the OSHA regulations come out, which are... Uh, yeah. have not been well received by the business community and are, um, I guess, feed into the narrative that, that, again, Joe Biden and the Democrats are doing something Overreached. Uh, so have they stepped on their message in that respect with the with the OSHA vaccine mandates? I so hope not that, I, that, 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 that tempers or, or affects my uh, objective analysis. I mean, it's a simple thing. OSHA exists for workplace safety. This is a workplace safety issue. Everybody's complained about OSHA for generations. Let them keep complaining. Uh, And it's not a full mandate on a vaccine. There are options for you. You can do this testing. And it's all designed to have an active government attend to our public health. And I am mystified. So many things I think I understand. My last statement, so certain and profound. What this aversion is, I, I simply... I'm out of that loop. I don't get it. But I think something tells me this that the that the mixed message is not symmetrically mixed. I think doing something on infrastructure and getting a governor even like Asa Hutchison to praise the passage so that we can see some work getting done out here to make our our bridges safer is better 
then the vaccine mandate is bad. But we shall see about that. And I will readily admit, I don't get the I don't get the, the, the growing vaccine resistance. I don't understand the Aaron Rodgerses of the world and can't b- pretend that I do. All right, you mentioned he's earlier. The Green Bay, he's the Green Bay quarterback who, yes. who didn't get vaccinated. Okay. All right, yeah. the, um, you mentioned earlier the Virginia race last week. There was also races, I think, in New Jersey. There were a couple of others around uh, the country as well. But that Virginia race was the seminal one that everybody was watching in terms of what does this say or portend for the midterms in 2022? A year away is an eternity in politics, as you well know. Is this just a wake-up call, like some smelling salts for the Democrats? Or do you think they are on the ropes and Republicans have the momentum and it is inevitable what's going to happen in 2022? My view is the latter. They're on the ropes and it is inevitable. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, that's, just, that's just how I read it. Granted, strong pronouncements about something that's going to happen in a year. Joe Biden was uh, beat Trump 54, nearly 55, 45 in Virginia a year ago. Exit polls this Tuesday showed his his uh, disapproval rating in Virginia 56, and 53 percent of the respondents said the Democratic Party was too liberal. Uh, so yeah, I mean that all can change, but it tells. I, I believe right now. I see it more as a, as a likely harbinger uh, because I think Democrats will be, uh, will, will be sort of fatigued, uh, lacking, and, and the swing voters will lack the uh, motivation to get rid of Trump, of whom they disapproved, and will find the Democrats more uh, to disapprove of, and will continue this seesaw. It, it will not be the first time. It would not be the first time that a Democratic president of either party uh, suffered a loss of majorities in the immediate midterms. It's, I was hoping against hope that the Democrats would do better, but the lesson of Virginia seems to be, and I'm thinking it still will apply in 12 months, is that the Democrats lurched too far left, tried to over, I hate to use, overreach, try, tried to outreach their mandate, which was mainly to take Trump's place and try to behave competently. And beyond that, not just on the tax issues and this and this trouble they've had in Washington, but it's obvious that you get outside the cities, get outside the high academic areas. This is a center-right country, not just in white rural America, but now in white suburban America, where people where people are, have kind of a white backlash, and the Democrats want to blame it on racism and race. And, there's, and to say, we're not teaching critical race theory in our schools, but the people are recoiling against what they think is a new general feeling that, uh, that, we're, that we're just deciding suddenly that America is all bad rather than a bad a country with a bad history that has worked hard to overcome it and had some success. And I think people are, are recoiling against that and the Democrats are are... are the Democrats are in a position position of getting defeated three to one when you get into the rural areas and, and losing suburbs that delivered in the Atlanta and Phoenix areas the victories over Trump. That's why I'm pessimistic for the Democrats' chances uh, 
and, and not clear within 12 months how all that turns around. Republican messaging better, greater than Democratic messaging is the bottom line on all of that. So, well, that's part of it. But that, yes, but Democrat, Democratic positions are positions with which Democrats get laden by the impractical progressive movement. I'll just say this: Minneapolis, a liberal Democratic city, fifty-eight forty-two defeated what has come to be known absurdly as defund the police. If you're carrying around defund the police in any remote way in your message, even if it's one forced on you, you're in trouble. Uh, and and that's, uh, I, th I think that's a, a very clear lesson. I told, uh, gave a talk the other night and I told these people that a seminal moment for me was when I was halfway through a column trying to defend defund the police as not really what these people meant and how we needed to reform the police. And I just hit the kill button halfway through and said, okay, I can't do it. That's, that's, that's just not, that's no way to try to engage readers or engage in public discussion. It, so yeah, that's messaging, but it is a, it's a position that's that the culture and this cultural change has forced on Democrats that they're having a hard time figuring out how to handle. We need police to be better, but anything, the smacks of, of defund the police. Those three words n n never should be used in contemporary American politics. I'll still go back to Republican messaging greater than Democratic messaging. It's still okay. Messaging. Okay. Yes. Yes. But positions enter into the messaging a little. Yes. Uh, positions forced on them. But yes. Uh, yes. You. You. Your. Your synopsis is absolutely correct. John Brummett is a political columnist with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. His columns can be read at ArkansasOnline.com. He talks with Roby Brock from our partner, Talk Business and Politics, each week. And there's a bit more from their conversation, including John Brummett's latest take on the new legislative maps for Arkansas at TalkBusiness.net.